0: All right, welcome to another episode of the Big Blue Report featuring Jonathan Casillas. We are back from our Thanksgiving break. And that guy over there, that's the two-time, two-time Super Bowl winning Jonathan Casillas. He's also been a defensive captain of the New York Giants. And our special analyst below, Big Daddy D, Ryan Darlington. I've been, I've been waiting to use that nickname on the air for two and a half weeks. I've been waiting for you to use it. That's great. Yeah, he's here. We're talking everything New York Giants football. And boys uh, we have not talked since the uh since the Lions game before the Lions game and obviously the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving and not the what well, is that what they say not the finest hours for the New York Football Giants uh the last two games sort of on a two game skid right now heading into a-, a game on Sunday against a very hot Washington Red- oh, I was Redskins Washington oh, Commanders they Uh, watch it i'm now the the angry tweets (laughs) and uh, the activate groups are now going to boycott the podcast because i said watch the redskins (laughs) um so uh i apologize to all the native americans who listened to the show Um with all that being said the commanders are hot coming in and they are doing it without carson wentz and you know we were texting each other a little bit during the last two weeks and you know jc you texted to us You don't see the Giants winning a lot more games. And the more I sort of really look back at the last two games and I sort of just really really took a sobering look at this team, I I, I sort of agree with you. I don't know if they're going to win many more games. And Ryan made a great point before we started the show that they're getting a lot of guys back. But you need to put points on the board. And you can't run your defense into the ground. And I think that's sort of the way they're going to have to win right now is your defense is going to have to really control what the other team is doing, and you can just get whatever points you can
1: out of the offense. Yeah, 100%. They, they are hitting the rough patch of the season, which we've alluded to before. We've talked about this before. We 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 knew what was coming on the horizon, and now it's here, and they're stumbling into it. Yes, they're getting healthy, but performance-wise, they haven't performed well basically since – well even before Houston but the Houston game was the only like real game that they did decent um in the last month and ever since then they haven't really looked good saquon hasn't looked good which is i feel like man that's that's tough to say right now when he was the best running back in the league for the first 7 8 weeks of the season and now it's like wow is is he hurt you know is something going on which i don't think it is but you know i don't i don't like that they don't try to force feed him like there's a lot of things that I'm not I'm taking a lot of negatives away from these last few games. But then, of course, the positive, the most important positive is that they're getting healthy. Right. They got Evan Neal coming back. Azulus coming back. You got uh, 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 Aziz Jalari coming back. I think Bellinger might be practicing. And he might be coming back, which is huge. Bellinger is a very underrated guy. He's, yeah, He's young. He's young, but he did a lot of things very early on for the New York Giants this year in the run game. With, with very serious blocking, solid blocking at that position. Then also in a passing game, adding a couple of receiving touchdowns for Daniel Jones. Now they got those guys back, but with all that being said, this is the rough patch of the season. They got the commanders twice in the next three weeks, and they also got the Philadelphia Eagles in between. And then looking at the commanders, the commanders have the giants, a bye week and the giants. I've never heard of that before. I've never seen that <laughs> happening before where you play a team twice. With a bye week in between, like in three weeks, I, I I never heard of that. I don't think that is good for the Giants at all. Hmm.
2: I guess I have more of an opti- optimistic appraisal of the situation, right? I mean, I I, I know that uh, things have been a little rocky over the course of the last few weeks, and and quite frankly, I wasn't all that upset that we didn't have to come on here and talk about the the, the Detroit game because <laughs> shit was ugly, but. <laughs> At the end of the day, I think really the fact that we not just that we're getting healthy, but where are we getting healthy? Right. We're getting healthy on the offensive line and in every game that I've seen. One of the primary reasons why we can't get Saquon going, why we can't give Daniel enough time to go down the field is that the offensive line has been like Swiss cheese. It's just been really rough go. We lost Bredesen. We lost to We lost Neil. We lost Feliciano. We're getting all of those guys back Mm -hmm. and the last time that we did actually have success on the ground is when we were able to stack eight in the box we were able to actually put literally seven and eight linemen on the line almost running a goal line at the 30 yard line right and we can do that again now right if we know going in that we are a running team and we are going to um Give ourselves that moniker. If we're going to say, okay, we are the Giants, we're a run first team. That's how we're going to score points. Randy, you were talking about how do you score points? Well, we as an offense, we've made our bread and butter all season with the short pass, the, the crossing routes, uh, trickery, and running the ball. Um, and so if we're able to come up with a little bit more trickery, I haven't seen much of that from Mike Kafka over the course of the last few weeks. I'd love to see a little bit more of it. If we're allowing Daniel to use his feet, I know he, he doesn't know how to not take a hit and that makes me nervous, but we do need his, his legs as a weapon. And if we're able to get Saquon going by giving him a better run blocking experience, I think we actually have a shot. I think we have a shot against the commanders. I think we have a pretty good shot against, um, uh, Indianapolis, not so sure about, you know, we're going to have to see what Philadelphia looks like when we play them for the first time. Right. Uh, we know what they are. We know they're going to be hard to stop, but I don't know. I, I think I see us coming out with at least I'd say two or three more wins on the season. And, and,
0: and I, I got, and I got to throw something out here too. Um, you know, you're you're bringing up the point about the offensive line, about giving Daniel more time to throw and Saquon space to run, but the four losses that the giants have, Daniel had thrown the ball more than 30, 31 times.
2: Right. But what yeah, but, kind of throws was he trying to make? But, but right? here's
0: but, but my thing is though, and I'm sorry for cutting you off. Ryan, and no, I apologize. I really appreciate always, I always appreciate you doing here and I always love the way you're keeping me in line. And I, and especially with my Daniel Jones bashing, I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a Daniel. Jones bashing, We're going to fight. <laughs> Oh, shit, shit's gonna get real. We're taking my grills out. <laughs> We're gonna go. Um, <laughs> the simple fact of the matter, though, is in the four losses, though, Daniel's been throwing the ball for over over 30 times. When he's been able to manage the game and he's been using his feet and get, obviously getting the running game going, the team has had more success with the less throws that he's made. Now, I'm not again, you know, the simple fact of the matter is Daniel Jones just like he just might be a really good game manager and helping facilitate the ball to to the, for between Brita and Barkley and finding a slate down the field obviously cuz they'd have a deep a deep threat. Okay, we know that they don't have a deep threat. So he's doing a good job of managing the game. Detroit and Dallas both said the same thing. We're going to stop Saquon and we're going to let Daniel beat him beat us with his arm and his feet. And they haven't been able to do it and Daniel hasn't been able to do that uh once this actually he's only been able to throw the ball over 30 30 times and get one win this year and that was against Carolina. Mm-hmm. Every other time he's been throwing the ball that many times, whether the passes yeah. are accurate or not, it hasn't been very successful for the Giants.
2: Yeah no I hear you. I mean I, I have a couple just a, a thought about that though I mean I'd be interested to go back and watch the games and see how many of those throws he made under duress right? How many of those how many of those times that he dropped back did he actually have a clean pocket to throw from or is he just trying to you know escape with his life? Right. And I have the feeling that if you look at it more often than not, the guy's trying to make something happen with uh, with no protection without a pocket
1: around him. We- and, and also <laughs> the the guys that he's throwing the ball to downfield, you know, I think, you know, the old line being, you know, a kind of recurring theme in Daniel Jones career. Right. Yeah. But then also that wide receiver position, you know, like we, we talked about this before Slayton, I, we like him, we do, but he doesn't. Install fear in no one's defense, you know, and that's a problem. And if if he's the top guy and he doesn't make people fearful, then that's a bad, it's a bad yeah. thing. You need somebody to threaten you deep. The Giants have not had that all season long, and of course, teams have been figured them out, but they were able to kind of be productive, even though they pack in the box because the 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 thought that they can possibly stretch the ball down the field, which the Giants can possibly do, but there's not a real threat. Right. You know, it's like even if Jones is protected, who is he throwing the ball to on a consistent ba- basis, right? Yep. Yes, you have Slayton, and Slayton is a big play guy. He he can catch a big play touchdown. He can also catch something shallow and take it to the house. But still, with all that being said, he doesn't install fear. I'm not fearful of him if I'm a defensive coordinator, if I'm yep. a linebacker, if I'm a safety. He doesn't install fear in the teams. You know who does? Saquon. But when you, when you have – uh, you know, a guy like like Quan, you can put eight to 10 guys in the box and then say, hey, how you like us now? Because it's not one on one tackles anymore. It's one or two guys that are free on defense every single play, let alone the guys that are actually getting off blocks where the play is hitting. So it, it, it definitely handcuffs the Giants. And now you're seeing it play play out. Influition because now you're playing teams that are fighting for something in December, which is the Giants have been spoke been very uh outspoken about playing in meaningful games in December, which is mm-hmm. what you all want to be playing. But everybody you play minus the Colts, right, is a they're playing for the playoffs. And I don't Definitely. know the, the the Colts are not out the playoffs quite yet, but maybe when we get there. But every single other team are fighting for their playoff lives. And then you look at the Commanders when you look at those. You got to give that top wild card spot to the Cowboys. Those mm-hmm. other two spots, that those are the spots that the Giants and the Commanders are fighting for. Yep. It's not going to be four teams at the NFC East just because we have the commanders coming up in the, in the next three weeks and also the Eagles. So somebody from the NFC East is out. Uh-huh. Not all four. Right now they say saying right. all four is in now. All four is not going to make it. Right. And it's yeah. basically between the commanders and the Giants. And both teams, because the Giants are only a half game up, both teams have their futures in their hands because you play that team that's right next to you that can fight for that spot. So you have it in your hands. And the thing is, what's so crazy, Randy, right now, with a little bit of help, the Giants can be the number. They can win a division. Yep. Yeah. With a little bit of help, if they sweep the rest of the games and they sweep the Eagles, they sweep the, the, the commanders, the Giants can win a division with a little bit of help. And that blows my mind right now because they can also not make it to the playoffs. I was going to say, and, you know, I, that's that's more than a little bit of help, brother. That's, right. that's a lot of, <laughs> I was going to say. That's like I don't know if you have any of these over AC. there, but what's in it?
0: <laughs> if we do but that, no, we're going but to It's AC a possibility, and, we're the night
1: of it. and the reason why I say that is because no one thought that the Giants would be here right. and even sitting at seven four. Losing the last three sure. out of four. We're playing with if house they money. run the table, which, like I said, that's very very small <laughs> chance of that happening, but it's still a possibility, sure. which means you're playing meaningful games in December. And yep. and I and I gotta point out one thing too. We were talking about Darius
0: Slayton being the number one option. Uh, he's only had one game where he was targeted double digits, uh, and he hasn't had a hundred-yard game receiving this year. Yep. he had a ninety-five <laughs> yard receiving game against Houston. Yep. Uh, and he's only got two touchdowns for the season. So that's- Yep. I mean, I, I, I know, I know what you're going to say. Obviously it's by committee right now they're paying $72 million to Kenny Galladay to not be the number one option, yep. you know? <laughs> so Yeah. That's not the kind of offense we run. It's just yeah. not right. It's but,
2: it's small contributions from a lot of people.
0: Right. <laughs> I, I know every time we we bring up Kenny Galladay and his contract, the three of us have to snicker a little bit, but it, you lose Wandell Robinson. That's you know, Rich Richie James got concussed in Seattle. He hasn't looked the same since. When when he when he got that touchdown against Dallas, he made it seem like it was the most strenuous touchdown in the history of touchdowns. He okay. made a hell of a catch on against against Dallas yeah, though. It you Give him like credit. Give him credit. Really, a little bit yeah. of credit yeah. for Richie. I I, I remember he, on the game on Thursday. He caught a first down, and you saw his legs like flying in the air. I just like <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, he just made that first down look really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> That getting those first downs in the NFL, especially on Thanksgiving, really difficult, aren't
1: they, Richie James? They're hard to come by, especially with this Giants team. You know, like they're going to be hard to come by, especially with these defenses that the Giants are going to be facing the next three weeks. But what? what?
0: But but, but what happened to David Sills? Yeah, what? Like he He just fell off the face of the earth. You know, you know, these are the types of things too you know you're, you're calling up like you walk into that receiver room jc i guarantee you if you go to the facility tomorrow and walk into the wide receiver room everyone wears a name tag because there's a different face in there every single week
1: yeah <laughs> hi my name is yeah my name hello yeah. my name is That's oh right. okay
0: I, I, oh, man. I, I you weren't you weren't here yesterday well, they still I, got
1: the uh... tape on the front of their helmets <laughs> oh, like yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah it's like that that scene from that movie uh invincible uh you spelt my name wrong my lock does it really matter you're not going to be here too long <laughs> <laughs> what's the nfl stand
2: for not for long not for not for long. Long. Not uh-huh. for long.
0: um I, I i i'm sorry ryan make a point i apologize that's
2: sorry. all right no no no. it's all good I, you know what that we, we're talking a lot about what we can't do right what what's what the glaring issues are but i i think it is important to note that we have added some pieces that if and when they really start fitting into place the way they're supposed to they can be pretty good Cager has not been a disappointment as a receiving tight end we get Ballinger back we've now got two weapons as tight ends from a receiving standpoint we've got th- those are two guys that are line that linebackers are going to have to pay attention to which draws that second level in um you know we, we've got Hodgins uh who is relatively new to the whole thing but he's a big guy and he's if been we playing
1: very well, he's too. been
2: playing very well. And if he can get up the field, right, then now we've got two deep threats, right? Um, I, I think every team that we play is focusing on, and rightfully so, they're focusing on. Saquon. Randy. To your point, it's if you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us with with Daniel Jones, right? But I mean, as fragile as the receiving core has been, I think Daniel's got the ability to make that happen uh, if the if he's got protection and if he's got somebody to throw it to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that too. And it's, you know, it's, it's a shame though. Like the giants just didn't have any money in the off season. Yeah. Like they, you know, they, they were very limited about where they can spend their money and what they can do. Um, and I liked, I really liked what Dable and, and the management staff did. They went back to Buffalo and they were picking up guys who are familiar with the offense, who can yep. help the guys who they have. And I think yep. that's, that's a very, this, this management staff is whatever's going on in the field. Uh, JC and Ryan, whatever's going on in the field. And I know that I'm being super critical about a lot of different things. The one thing you're not going to hear me say one negative thing about is the coaching and the front office for how, how they were able to put this team together and the veterans that they were bringing in to help the younger guys understand what the system is. You, win, lose or draw this season, whether they make the playoffs, whether they win the division, as JC was mentioning, I, again, I got to know what he's drinking. I got to have some of that. Um, I, I, whatever happens the foundation and the culture has been laid out saying Mm -hmm. no matter what happens no matter who you are whether you're kansas city baltimore the jacksonville jaguars or whoever you are if you're going to play the new york giants you're going to get 60 minutes of a fight and i think that is the most important telling part of this season and that's the real win of the season Mm -hmm. we make the playoffs it's a bonus you win Seven, eight games this year and missed the playoffs. Hey, the foundation has landed, uh, has been laid out, and now you have to really decide who are your franchise guys. Are Saquon and Daniel the guys you're going to invest the money in? Or are you going to go out there and hit free agents? Or are you going to maybe even trade them for assets to keep building for the future? But like JC said two weeks ago, the Front office might be playing for a couple of years from now, but the players are playing for now. And mm-hmm. you know, Ryan and I were talking about there, JC. When you guys had the tough season in 2017 and even in 2015 too, with Coughlin's last year and knowing on how that season sort of um it had a promising start but sort of spiraled a little bit, how did you guys keep it together in the locker room?
1: Well, you rely on your leaders, you know, you Eli, you know, one of the greatest. uh uh, players to ever come out of the new york giants organization who i ran into today it was good to see him when i was in a facility it was good to see him and sean o'hare but you rely on your leaders right you rely on the guys who's been there before the guys that's been around for a while you know the guys that are working every single day the guys that are providing for their family and know how to get stuff done and the thing is when I look at the Giants who are those guys you know like maybe you got some some guys in the defensive line room being you know uh Leah Williams you know but like who else is out there? You know, Jalen Smith has some, you know, experience, but he's new in the locker room. You know, like, you have to figure out all these things because at the end of the day, there's times of of, of controversy, and that's what the Giants are in right now. And you got to look to guys who stay composed, who stay, you know, true to, true to the game and really continue to put forth that effort every single day in practice. And they show other guys, like, man, if he's still doing it, I got to do it too. And I don't really see... It was a plethora of guys for us, for the New York Giants, you know, myself being one of them, Dominique Rogers, Camardi being one of them, you know, guys like Eli, Zach Diasi, you know, guys that has been around the league with a lot of experience that are not, not scared to be vocal and, and kind of spread that message. Right. And I just like I said, I look at this roster. I don't really see those guys like that. And if I if they are there, who are they, Randy? I don't really know who they are.
0: You know, and it's funny too. I walk into the locker room, and I, I go to Oshane O'Shea and I go to Darius Layton, and I go to some of those guys who've been there since 2019, and I ask them, "How does it feel to now be on the other side where you're winning games after being around this team losing games?" And, you know, it's for them. They said it's, it's a great feeling to be there, but they they want more. You know, Zimines. Ziminis was buried under the Joe Judge regime. He didn't he didn't play. And you go back, he has a lot of healthy scratches when mm-hmm. he when, when Joe Judge was here. And he has become a heavy contributor on this team right around the time where his contract is coming up, too. They have some decisions to make. You know, we talk about the success of this team and we talk about how this how management is solid. JC, there's a lot of contracts coming up. Just like what like you went through in 2017 when you know there's this dramatic shift coming in management. And everyone's a little worried about their jobs, you know. Nothing is given in the NFL.
1: Yeah, it stands for not not for long, right? We're not for, not for long. Earlier, that's yeah. the truth. That's the truth for the matter, you know. And we, we talked all year, literally all year, about extending Daniel Jones, extending Saquon Barkley. Like I knew in the back of my head, like they're not doing anything during the season, especially yeah. when the the season is so backloaded, you know, with basically the division coming right now. You know, yep. you, you finished with with Dallas on on Thanksgiving, which was, you know, a, a huge game and a and a and a huge loss for the Giants. You get swept by the Cowboys again, you know, and they, uh, they, uh, you know, haven't beaten Dak in like the the last nine games that they played against Dak Prescott, which is like, you know, he owns the Giants, man, like for real. Like, we, they haven't beaten them since I was there, or it's been a yeah. long time. Yeah. you know, it, it's, it's it's been, been one, a very long time, and I've been retired win. for a while. <laughs> one one retired. win. One win since 2016. Right, and and it's it's been a long time, and now you're you're going into teams that also have your number. Maybe not the Commanders, but the Eagles do. The Eagles, they 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 hand Giants else all the time. So my thing is, I don't want to really look too much big picture, Randy. We like to look big picture. Let's look at let's look at Washington. Let's look at what the Giants can do to beat this Washington commander team, football team, whatever team that they're going to be. You know who the guy is that leads them? He's the only guy that can actually win that quarterback, whatever team is playing, which is Taylor Heineke. He's maybe not the greatest of quarterbacks. And yeah, he takes risks, but those guys believe in him. They believe in him. He's buying guys Jordans. He's he's buying an old line Jordans and tight ends Jordans. Oh, like, there it is. Bro, let me tell yeah. you there something. There it is. There That's it the is. Secret. <laughs> the secret to let me, success. Let me tell you something. You know, you you go do your job, right? You yeah. you don't expect anything, you know. But like, man, you get some Jordans, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like that gives you a little more extra incentive not to play better but to fight for this guy. Right, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? To go fight for this guy because you're going to try to play your hardest. You're going to try to go out and do the best for yourself, for your family, for your guys around you. But now you you're you might do a little bit extra with this guy that you know is really going at, out at bat for you. and And that's what I think they have over there in Washington. That's why they're surging the way they are. Yeah, their their team is very talented. They got two talented running backs. They got one of the better receivers in the NFL and, and Terry McLaurin. And their defense is solid. They're getting Chase Young back, which is scary. I was just about to bring up <laughs> Chase Young. Oh man. You know, so they have this collective and they have this collective uh a uh, uh, roster that's pretty talented. Now you got a guy who's maybe let's say he's average quarterback, but because your team is Pretty much a solid team around you, and they're playing motivated, they're playing confident, and they're playing with continuity. That's a dangerous team of December. And that's what you're facing right now. Does it sound at all like a team that we might know of?
2: <laughs> they have them believing, right? The same Indeed. the same the same belief that the Giants had the first seven games of the season <laughs> is what the commanders are are trading in now, right? Um, maybe they've got maybe he's not the the best quarterback in the league <clears throat> right but he's somebody that can get the job done right and maybe they're not completely stacked all the way around but it's a hard-fighting gritty team that now has the belief behind them and I, and i i do worry a little bit that uh maybe maybe our boys have lost a little bit of the belief having gotten their asses handed to them a couple of times over the last few weeks um that said if uh, and and again this is another this is another a test not only for the players but for the coaching staff as well. Are you able to get your guys believing again after they've
0: gotten beat up a couple of times? You know, and it's funny too. You know, obviously the big the big acquisition for them was Carson Wentz this year. Yep, and Carson has I like you almost feel bad for Carson. Yeah, I gotta because after everything he went through in Philadelphia, almost. yeah, almost everything almost. that he went through from Philadelphia, he's leading the team. He goes down. Nick Foles takes him to a Super Bowl. The following season, he gets his job back, gets hurt again. Nick Foles almost <laughs> takes him back to the Super Bowl. And then he loses. And then he goes to the Colts and they just missed the playoffs by a game. You know, he's he's uh-huh. it's poor, poor Carson Wentz. But the one thing that really says to me um with Washington is this is a Juan Rivera team. The, the, they play gritty on defense. They they do what they have to do on offense to succeed. And Chase Young is a monster. And the mm-hmm. fact that they're getting him back now. And, and like JC said, they trust Heidi. Mm-hmm. They they trust him. And then some, you don't need to have a superstar quarterback. You have to have a guy that you believe in and trust. Look, look, look the same thing about the Jets. They don't trust Zach Wilson. Right.
2: In In a lot of ways, it's about respect. Yeah. Right? And and that, JC, I think this is another thing that you were talking about with the leadership element. Who are you going to follow? Who are you going to kind of get behind as a leader? It's going to be somebody that you respect, either through longevity or ability or fire or whatever it's going to or be. Or Jordans. Or Jordans, <laughs> right? Whatever it takes. But somehow or other, you have to earn the guy's respect. And listen, Ron Rivera is no joke. He knows how to... Yeah. He knows how to make players play. He knows how to get the best out of his folks. He's had a pretty rough run over the course of the last number of years. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he's he's finally got this team in a position where they're winning games and they're starting to believe. And that's a dangerous thing.
0: Yeah, and not only that, too, but, JC, you've been a defensive captain for this New York Giants team. That shows a lot of trust in you, and that tro- mm-hmm. shows a respect that you're going to lead those guys out to the field of battle and do everything you can scratch claw to win. So yeah,
1: and 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 you you spoke about Ron Rivera, but Ron Rivera has coached in the NFL for a very long time. Yeah. He's been a head coach yes. for a very long time. And yep. on the Giants side, you got a yep. really young rookie yep. head coach who, yeah, he started off very hot. But Ron Rivera went to the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah,
1: right. Taylor Heineke played a playoff game against Tom Brady. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like these guys have some experience along with talent, and they've been through the fire. They're forged, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why I'm like. I said this before the commander's months ago the commander's aren't as bad as you think they're not and 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 I I covered a Heineke game against the Giants last year the guy got talent he yeah. has talent and he may not be the most talented guy he's like a a, a gunslinger though he's going to yeah. go after he's going to go after you he's not going to be scared to throw the ball downfield yeah he might make some mistakes but he's the type of quarterback that throw that throw interception and go ahead and make the tackle you know that's the type of guy Taylor Heineke is you know, and that's a guy that I want to play for him. You know, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to play for Daniel Jones, but I'm just telling you how the morale and the psyche right now of this commander's team, the reason why they won the six of the last seven and the reason why they're going to come in to the, to New Jersey and they think they're going to beat the crap out of New York Giants. Mm-hmm. And if the New York Giants don't play their A game, they're going to do so. And what I don't like about the last game that I watched, right, we talked about Saquon, how good he is, right, and how he's, like, basically the heartbeat of the New York Giants. And everything goes through him. When he's on and he's running, the whole team looks better. That's just the truth. Mm-hmm. He got 11 carries last week. Mm-hmm. 11. Yeah. yeah so that, this is work. my thing. Maybe it's not working early, right? But what do the Tennessee Titans do? Tennessee Titans, they force-feed Derek Henry. Sure, it's body if he's, shots. If he's not getting – seven eight yards of carry he's only getting two or three okay cool we, yeah. we're only gonna give him 11 in the first half right <laughs> we're gonna go back to him in the third sure and if he's only getting two or three they have the confidence that he's going to break one he's mm-hmm. going to break a couple he's going to start imposing his will the Giants gave up on Saquon so they why would they do, do that. that though why why do you think that is I mean is it is it because it, I, I don't know because they just gave him 35 carries yeah. So he showed he can handle it. And, and look, I'm hoping after this long extended break, you basically got two bye weeks in three weeks, right, mm-hmm. with the Giants having this extended break after this Thanksgiving game. So you almost got like a mini bye, and guys are getting healthy. Please give the ball to Saquon at least 30 times. <laughs> yeah, that's team. it.
2: And and listen, I I have to believe, you know, you you think about we're of course not in the, we're not in the room, right? We don't, we don't know exactly what's going through the coach's head, but I have to believe that the reason you don't give your, your star running back the ball is because you don't think he's got a line in front of him to protect him. You don't think he's got a line in front of him that can make the holes that he needs to run through. I don't know why they didn't do more sweeps, why they didn't do more screens, you know, counters, that kind of stuff. We didn't see any of it, but. I'm, I'm a little bit heartened by the fact that I'm sounding like a broken record here, fellas, and I'm sorry about that, but I'm heartened by the fact that we are getting so much of our line back, and it'll be very, very interesting to see if we see more involvement in the run game, given the fact that we've got our guys back. I mean, we, we taped this thing together with duct tape and bubble gum.
1: Yep, yep. You, you put Evan Neal and Bellinger. I'm just speaking about those two guys in particular because when they oh, went down... A huge step up. The huge run step- game basically fell off the face of the earth, mm-hmm. you know, besides the, the Texans game, right? The, it fell off the face of the earth, and, and you got one of the guys who, you know, I'm talking about Saquon. And then also Daniel Jones, you throw him in there as well, where, you know, week six, week seven, the Giants are sitting at six and one. And they're like, man, the Giants got a rushing one-two punch. Mm -hmm. And Saquon Barkley being the best running back in the league, he was averaging the most yards per game. And then you had Daniel Jones, who was coming off of a hundred-yard rushing performance with two Mm -hmm. touchdowns. Like, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, daniel jones not running no more the yep. giants aren't giving the ball to Just Saquon. Then up daniel jones is throwing the ball more mm-hmm. it's like okay guys kafka i understand in the early in the season you wanted to mix it up and do different things but after the bye week you gave saquon 35 carries you gave the team 47 total carries i thought that was hey we're officially a running team this right. is what we decided we are and if you decide that you do that you stick to it you don't yeah. run the ball you don't run the ball eleven times with your best player, possibly the best running back in the league. You don't do that. You don't right. do it.
0: But but I'm gonna add one thing here too. You're talking about Saquon. You look at the losses of the season. Dallas at the Meadowlands, fourteen carries. You look at the Seattle game. He only had twenty carries for fifty three yards. You look at the Detroit game, fifteen carries for twenty two yards. The game on Thursday night, eleven carries for thirty nine yards. The wins you look at the wins. It's all in the mid to upper twenties.
1: Yep, I, I I take I'll take a, a twenty carry game, and Saquon only has forty five yards. That's like, all right, we tried to give him the ball twenty times. He's only averaging two yards a carry. Okay, this is not working. But yeah. eleven, and he's averaging three point five. Yeah, that means you break a twenty yarder. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, he's at four and a half yards a carry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which he's very capable of doing. Saquon ain't lose a step since those thirty five carries. He's the same guy. And now he's fresh after the bye. You got some help. Feed the beast. Feed this guy. He's a guy that gets going, and he's playing hard at the end of the games. And he's a guy that he's a – Saquon is, is a big, thick, lower body running right. back. He runs behind his pads now. Last year, maybe two years ago, he was more of a dancer. Mm-hmm. Remember how Rashad Jennings used to be, kind of like dancing behind the line a little bit. He ain't yeah. doing that no, no. more. A He's Definitely a guy not. that's going to abuse the run. The, uh, yeah. Whoever's trying to stop the run, lineman, linebacker, safety. And then also, he can make you miss, hit you with a stiff arm, and he has breakaway speed. He has the whole package. Please. Focus Use him. on him. Use
0: him. Use not, him. And 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 not only that, but then you can also run some different packages that have him and Brita on the on the field at the same time and Brightwell as well. I was I was, was well. pleasantly surprised to see him in there. I mean, that's yeah, a third it's, head. It's a I'm, you know, and it's and it's highly unlikely that he's coming, but. You know, J.C., you're familiar with Odell and what the mindset of probably what he's going through Who? right now. He visited with the Giants today, um, reportedly, and he's going to meet with Dallas. And he's also going to re- meet with Buffalo. Highly unlikely uh, that I th- I, don- I just can't see him coming back here. Um, I-, I think, but, man, if the Giants could just get something out of Galladay, and maybe something more out of Sills. It it helps. It help open Saquon up a little bit, and it makes defenses play a little bit more honestly. You know, yeah. And that's- you got
1: two guys that that are legit threats. You know, I say legit threats, not scary, but but legit. You know, like Holiday yeah. when he was with Detroit was a legit threat, right? Slayton right now is a threat, not scary, but a mm-hmm. threat. But now if you got two guys on each side. Yep. that can give you something, right? And you got a guy in the backfield who can give you a lot, which is in yeah. Saquon, and then you got a big 6'6", tight end that's willing to break his face, <laughs> playing the game of football, come back, and then go ahead and do it again, mind you. A lot of guys that are coming back have a lot of like lower body injuries that mm. they got to get over, Aziz and, and, and even T- Thibodeau. And I talked about his knee injury. Bellinger has no lower body injury. This nope. face. The guy is going to be fresh. He's mm-hmm. going to be strong. He's, he's going to be, and he's going to be angry. <laughs> he's going to be for angry for sure. So I'm look. I'm 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 trying to be an optimist. I'm a realist though. Uh, with a with a with a with a sprinkle of optimism in there, you know. So <laughs> I'm definitely going to be an optimistic person right now and say, yeah. look, the Giants have the guys right now that they've been waiting on. The guys that they needed to contribute to this team, to to, to this team's success. Yes, they were missing that time to the season, but they have those guys back. Yeah, the in, the guys that are on IR, the guys are on IR. We're not talking about Sterling. We're not talking about Wondell. The guys are not getting back. I'm talking about the guys right now, Dory. Uh, he, he he's not he's not on, is he on, he's not on IR. Is he? It's not IR, but he's, he's out but for he's not few coming weeks. back anytime mm-hmm. soon. Yeah, I'm talking about the guys that are kind of on the bubble. Were they active? Were they you know that they, those guys? They're all back now. Every mm-hmm. single one of those guys are back. So the Giants right now. Are in an opportune position to go out there and jockey for a great playoff spot. Mm-hmm. One of those wild card spots is that's what the Giants want. Yes. That's where they made. that's why they win Super Bowls mm-hmm. when they win when they win the wild card. They get yep. the wild card and they wreck havoc. And they're in position to do that, but they gotta go. First of all, they cannot lose to the commanders. I don't right. really say this is a must-win, but two times in three weeks. Let me tell you something. If the Giants sweep the Commanders, they're in. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I think, if they, I think if two they, wins. If they get swept by the Commanders. I'm yeah, not even out. talking about the second Illy Philly game. Nope, they're they're done. out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I commanders think, are everything right now.
0: I think if they split the last six, they're automatically in. I think. Mm-hmm. They got to beat
1: the Commanders twice, though. Yep. They have to beat them twice.
0: If you well, if you if you split with the commanders, you get that win against the Colts and the Eagles are resting their guys and you're able to get a win on the last week
1: of the season to get in. You got to get in front of the commanders, though, Brandy. That's what I'm trying to tell yeah. you. Yeah. Because when you look at the rest of the, the division, you think Dallas has to be the, the number one wild card, right? Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. look at the the conference, the NFC as a whole. You got San Fran, right? Who you got coming out the South? The Bucks. The Bucks. Only one team is coming out of the South. I don't care who it is. It's only one, right? <laughs> but the thing is, you got Seattle. Yeah. You yeah. got Seattle. So, uh, Seattle's probably going to have that other spot. I'm telling you, only three teams max are coming out of the East, not four. Right now, it it's four teams. The Giants are in right now. Also, the commanders. One of us is going to be out. Yeah, one right. of us is out.
0: Right now, it's it, the way it's lined up is you have the Eagles, the Vikings, the Niners, the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Commanders are seventh, and Seattle is there uh, in the eighth spot, and then the Falcons and the Lions are lingering. Mm-hmm. So, right now,
2: we control our destiny. Right, I mean, yeah. we, we and and it's going to be it's going to be the same thing that we've said <coughs> all year. Yeah. It's going to be the game that's in front of you. The first, yep. the, what we have to take care of is what we have to do is take care of business on Sunday. We've got the commanders. It's a talented team that's getting hot or that's gotten hot, and we're, we're catching them right in the middle of their hot streak, and we have to shut them down. And, and you know, we have the capability, I think, with the guys that we've got coming back. JC, to your point, uh, you know, um, Bellinger's going to be fresh. We've got guys that are itching to get in there and, and play their game again. Um, I think we have a shot. It's go- It's going to be tough, but I think we've got a shot.
1: We're gonna see what this team's really made of. That's it. That's it. And, oh, this and last and six, it, seven games. Be, gonna see, I'll tell you what: tell the, the next three weeks would be the most telling. Yep. The three. Yep. The next three weeks, because if the Giants can go two and three, yeah, I'm talking about going one and one with Philly. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Going one and <laughs> one the next two weeks. Hold on. <laughs> going one and one the next two weeks. You know, possibly because you got to win at least one against, uh, at least one against Washington, yep. and you got to get one against Philly. Like, if 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 you don't win both Washington, you got to win one against Philly. And that's how I see the Giants staying in front of Washington because that is a team. Yeah. The Eagles, unless they just, you know, lay an egg yeah. or shit the bed, they're going to be the number one seed, right? Yep. Uh, possibly number two. Either one, they got the division locked. They yep. got the division locked. And then the Cowboys right now, who has a two-game lead over us, yep. they beat us twice. They beat the New York Giants twice. They're going to be the first wild card in. Now you start looking at those other spots. Now you look at who else is close to being a division winner, and the only Mm -hmm. other team you really have is Seattle. Seattle. You got Lions being like a dark horse, right? But nobody else really besides the commanders. The commanders literally sit in the way of the Giants' playoff hopes and dreams. And I will
0: tell you, too, the the commander's remaining schedule is they have the Giants this week. Then they have a bye week. And then they (laughs) – the Giants and, again, and then, and then the Giants again, then they have the San Francisco 49ers who's playing, I think, maybe the best football in the NFL right now. They're playing right. extremely well. They have the Cleveland Browns and then they finish out the season with the Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. And so, you know, if the Cowboys are going to be locked in that spot, will they be playing their guys? Mm-hmm. Right. That, so right, that's, right, right. So that's, that's going to be a key factor, too. And then of course whatever Seattle's doing, Seattle's going to do, you know, Sa- you know we talk about the Giants playing with house money. Seattle's playing with house money this year sure. too. Sure. So there's, there's a right now. There's a lot more questions than we have answers for. Yeah, and and that's sort of what makes it fun. Yeah, um, you know, well and that's I, that's why you play the games, man. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's <laughs> look, look, I when JC, I'm not lying to it. Ryan and I, when the schedule came out back in April, we were sitting at our favorite pizza place. We did it and twice, and we we did it twice. We actually went through the schedule, the giant schedule twice, and we maybe said five to six wins.
2: Six wins was the most
0: we came up with. Yeah, six was, wins was the most we came up with. And Ryan goes. We have to play the games. He's 100 right. I also want to throw another little fun fact. Believe it or not, Daniel Jones, through his NFL career, he has the most wins for himself against Washington. Nice. Take okay. That. So, see something positive about Daniel from me? There we go. go. Listen, like it's you. a there good like news you. day. It's a good news go. day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JC, I always like always like to finish things out. Besides our predictions with you giving us a great story and and I think I got mine for this week from you hopefully um you had a huge play during your first super bowl the um the onside kick you got to give us some background on this I want to know what Sean Payton said cuz that came right after halftime yeah yep. uh, I, I
1: story time this, story, story time, time. <laughs> yeah so if anybody knows uh <laughs> Sean Payton he's one for like like he, he's like in an event, you know, he's like he like he'll build you up, you know, for an event, you know, and uh, he, he he likes to drop it on you. You know, he's like a suspense, a suspense type of guy. You know, he's a great storyteller, like one of the best ever. I have to do this real quick. I have to give my my daughter the phone real quick. OK, okay. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been trying to call her. I, saw I was on mute a second. Give me one second. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Good. She's supposed to be in bed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Busted! I'm really I,
2: looking. I'm really looking forward to Sunday, man. I'm really
0: looking forward to this
2: game. You should this go is, to the
0: game. The tickets are dirt cheap. Yeah, yeah.
2: Why I have. Not? Uh, well, I, ha- I have talking. He he could give two shits. But you know, I, I think at the end of the day, uh, it'll be fun to go and just watch because that. I mean, that it's like JC said. That's our season, right? I mean, in a, in a very and that's real why way, I think
0: you should go. Did how much why. they are? Look, go download the Game Time app. The tickets are forty bucks. (laughs) Forty bucks. Go to the game, man.
2: I. I'll have to get like uh, I'm not getting the forty dollars seats. I had a
1: panic attack the last time I was up in the three (laughs) hundreds. Sorry, boys. All good, man. Uh, Okay, so this is how it went. So the play was called ambush, right? Um, We ran this play every single week of the season uh, during during practice. And Thomas Morrison, who was the punter, he was a fifth-round draft pick by the Saints my year. We came out the same year. Good friend of mine. I went to his wedding. Loved the guy to death. I covered all his punts, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. So when he would kick the ball, he would kick it basically on the side, and mm-hmm. it would spin like a top, mm-hmm. like this. And the ball would go past 10 yards and then come back and practice. It was like clockwork. The guy had it down to a science. It was amazing. Never seen anything like it. We didn't do it all year. Not one time. You know, so I'm we still practice it every day, even in the playoffs. Every day. Coach never said anything like, oh, we're gonna run it at a certain time. No, we just practice it all the time. Just like other situations that we did, you know, fake punts. We did all that stuff in practice, right? We do it, we do it every single time. I think it was a uh, Friday we would do it, right? So we're going back and forth with Peyton Manning and the Colts. We go in at halftime. Peyton busts open the door, said, we're running ambush. Everybody just went crazy. Oh yeah, especially <laughs> my crazy ass because I play special teams. So I'm like, yeah, like this is this is about to happen. It's about to go down. We've been practicing this thing all. It's going to work. It has to work. It's been working all year. So I'm on the backside of the play. I wasn't even supposed to be involved in the play. It was frontside. Chris Reese, Roman Harper, the guys that were frontside, those are the guys that were supposed to recover the play. And if you watch the play, as the play happens, the ball gets kicked and it gets bounced around. And the ball is like behind Chris Reese's back, who was the guy that was supposed to recover the ball for us. So as the the, scrummage is happening, it's not a clean recovery. I just run over there from the backside and literally dive into the pile. And end up with the ball in my hand. <laughs> <Look at> that. <laughs> I was just on it, like, oh, like I got the ball. So I'm holding the ball with two arms like this on a pile, and people are stepping, arms, people legs. Are grabbing. Yeah. There's people, and this is before they had the rule you couldn't pull nobody out the pile. Uh Usama you Young got his dreads pulled out the pile. <laughs> Guys are getting their legs snatched. Like it was so much going on. It felt like I was down there for like 10 minutes. I don't know how long the real time was, but it felt like I was down there for 10 minutes. It was crazy. And all I I kept on hearing was, so Sean Payton is, he is another level, right? Sean Payton made sure that we kicked the onside towards the Saints' sideline. So when, if there was any issue, every single body, that every single person on that side that the referees heard was pointing in the direction, saying, <laughs> white ball, because we was the white, we was the visiting team. Yeah. White ball, white ball. That's all I heard. Was a hundred people saying, <laughs> white ball, white ball. But I didn't hear the ref say it. Oh no. And as soon as I heard the ref say it, white ball, white ball, blew the whistle. All right, get up, get up. That was when I let the ball go because there was a uh matter of fact, excuse me. That's when I knew we had it, but I didn't let the ball go until that last blue glove came off the ball there was a blue glove on the ball it might have been hank baskets i don't know Mm -hmm. but i had it and then as soon as that blue glove came off the ball that's when i let the ball go chris (laughs) reese who i love to death got up with the ball and it looked like he was the one that recovered it (laughs) right i didn't know what was going on to the i didn't know like the, the the ramifications of him actually standing up with the ball, the ball instead of me standing up with the ball, right? So, when when the, when time went on, I love Chris Reese. Chris Reese wrote a book about recovering the fumble, and I'm like, bro, you like almost lost it for <laughs> us, bro. Like, I'm the one that recovered it, bro. You know, but but like, look, I love Chris Reese, and if it wasn't for him it would have not been possible. If it wasn't for me, it would have not been possible. Like, that's just what, the, that's just the truth of the matter, you know, <laughs> I, but like, I, I I still regret that I didn't get it with that ball. I don't have <laughs> a lot of regrets in my life, <laughs> that but one. I regret that I got it. I let the, cause the referee was sitting on top of me. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't really get up. He was sitting on top of me. Like the ref was sitting on top of me. So I was on the ground, like, all right, like I right, let it go. Cause the blue gloves off Chris Reese got it. It's our ball. Perfect. Not knowing that bro, Get up with the ball. This is a monumental picture with you holding the ball mm. like this. Chris Reese has that picture, not me. I
0: yeah. I literally just have this mental picture of what can you possibly say in a book when you have nothing to do with the play? <laughs> 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 Yeah, I uh, I came up with the ball, even though JC did everything. Well, JC <laughs> and, handed me the ball, and I came JC, up with it. <laughs> and now here's my new book about it. That's right. <laughs> you need some royalties, brother. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. A little I bit hope, of I some. I hope you got a little bit of royalties a little off bit of that. Something. My God, uh, that's that's like sitting awesome. there. That's like sitting there saying, "Yeah, we're going to start a show and someone else is going to start taking the credit
1: for it." Uh. So, so Randy, I know you asked me about that particular play in that Super yeah. Bowl. But I'm going to tell you about a play that no one's ever going to see because it never it never really happened. My second Super Bowl, I'm playing against uh the Seattle Seahawks. I'm playing for the New England Patriots. I didn't play any defense that day, so I'm selling out on special teams. Like, I'm giving it every single thing I got on every single play. We had a design rush uh on punt block to block the punt. And I've been working my moves all year. Like, you know, like I've been – you know, I've I beat guys before. I've blocked a couple points, punts in the league at this point in my career. And when I tell you I beat this guard clean, so clean. And, like, I was about to make my second big special teams play in the Super Bowl. And I felt a hand grab the inside of my oh. collar and twist me. And I just yep. fell down. Oh, and I got the holding call. Yeah. They threw, they threw the flag. But, bro, I was clean Rare. right there. I Would was you going swim? to How'd you get around him. Punt. And I was going to block the punt and score a touchdown. You know why? Because I've been dreaming about it. I've been <laughs> thinking about it. I've been visualizing <laughs> it. And it was going to happen. And I got held, Randy. They held me. <laughs> but karma, bastards. But, but
0: karma with that whole entire situation was they went for the throw instead of the easy run. Yeah.
1: And you got yourself a ring out of it. Got myself a second ring, baby. Dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> So, with
0: that, with that being said, uh, it is now prediction time. And guys, I, I, I'm off the hook, right?
1: Yeah, you are. Yeah, I, yeah. We, we all are off, are. off the schnide. We all, I, are. We ironically
2: don't... enough, we're the only ones that are off the schneid. The Giants yeah. are right in the middle of it.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> so, but I, I, I'm going to go last because we'll start with Ryan today. Uh, what do we go with this, this weekend? Where are we going? Since you know you've you we both have uh, all of us have labeled this the biggest game of the season. Yeah. So, so yep. Ryan, you're going to start us off. Predictions.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I have to continue with my theme of blind optimism. Um, you know, I, I just, I really do think that the giants have a shot at this. I really do think that they're going to get some of their swagger back this week. So a little bit of the mojo back, it's going to be another hard fought battle. It always is. Um, but I see the giants coming out on top 28, 24.
1: Okay. Look, man, I'm leaning both ways. I know the Giants are (laughs) underdogs, which where they like to be. They like they thrive in the underdog position. Um, I I, it's like I I I don't want to I feel like if I go with the commanders right now, it's like I gave up on the Giants. Speak your heart, brother. You know, like so I didn't give up on them yet, though, Ryan. I did it, I did not give up on them. I still have faith. Is it as as it was when they played the Texans? No. You know, it's not. I watched the last couple weeks, every single play. I watched it twice. You know, I'm not too confident. But if the guys can come back healthy and and the Giants can correct what's been happening in the last few weeks, and they are the playoff team that we think they could possibly be, I think they have to win this game. Mm -hmm. And I think they can win this game. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a game where... Both teams have turnovers. Yeah. And the Giants have to win that turnover battle. I think it's going to be somewhere along the lines of a 21 to 17 type deal, New York Giants. go with the Giants. All right.
0: For, for me, momentum is such a scary thing. And uh, I think the Giants. I think the Giants are looking at this in two different ways. One they're very angry about the last two weeks and they want to write the ship. I really do think they want to write the ship. Um, but I also look at what Washington has been able to put together and they're believing in, um, they're believing in their quarterback. Maybe it's because of the Jordans. Uh, maybe it's because, you know, playing well with him. Um, I think it's the Jordans though. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm going to go with. Um you don't see my Jordans, bro? I, I see your Jays. I, I see your Jays. I see your Jays. <laughs> they have mystic powers. Mystical <laughs> powers. They're there. Um, both teams have been doing so well defensively. I For some reason, though, I, I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm a negative Nelly on this. I, I see more consistency with Washington's offense than the Giants' offense. Again, I know understand you're missing people on the offensive line and the situation with the wide receivers and Saquon and everything else like that. And now, even though I'm off the hook, like JC sort of said it right. This this is either going. This is going to be a crook. This is going to be a battle. This is going to be an NFC an NFC East battle. And Giants have. Always seem to have the upper hand with Washington compared to the other two teams in the division. Um, I guess for the first time this season, I can honestly say that I'm gonna I'm probably gonna go with the Giants twenty three twenty. Um, wow, yeah, I'm like, and trust me, All it's right. I'm saying twenty three twenty, but that could, score can just as easily go the other way, just because yeah. of 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 how this is. Um, I, I really and, and I know I've been very negative about Daniel on the show. I really want him to succeed. Because he's yeah. a really he's a really good guy, and this now he is entering the stretch of the season where he can. This is this is his proving ground. This is where he can earn his contract. This is where he can show that he belongs as a starting quarterback in the NFL and not be a game manager. This is where he can step up and play. And you know what, Saquon Barkley, you got you got to feed him. You have to feed him the ball because it's like basketball you 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 always have your number one guy. The number one guy is, is going to set the tone for everybody else. The last two games Saquon hasn't been able to set the tone for the Giants. Yep. So, we got to
2: hit on all cylinders, right? I mean, yeah. I, if we're going to win, it's got to be firing on all cylinders.
0: Yeah, and you know what? And I I think JC has has said it right all season long, you know. The you know, Nut Brian, you and I have never been in that locker room as a player what it's been like to put put the helmet on and and hit pads. Again, you know, my, my people handle their contracts. They don't, they don't put the, they don't put the pads on. It's, um The simple fact of the matter is this team has helped bring the, like set the tone in New York and it's got this fan base believing that fan base is going to be there and they're going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And J- and JC, you were here for, the, for some pretty tough times when you're playing, when you, you felt it in 2016, when this team is playing, that crowd is rabid. Oh, yeah. And, and there's nothing like having a New York Giants rabid fan base behind you. And they're going to be there out there on Sunday in in the thousands ready to go.
1: You know what What adds to that? The weather, of course, being cold. And you look mm. at some of these storied franchises. You got to throw the Giants in there. You got to throw the Packers in there. You got to throw the Steelers in there. The Bears. And I was told this. I went to school in Wisconsin. And a a girl I was dating when I was at school, I would ask her, I said, man, it's so cold. Like, you still going out and like, like, like with a dress on and it's like zero degrees. She said, yeah, you got to just drink more. (laughs) Just expect, expect because it's getting colder outside. I think the liquor is going to be flowing a little bit more and a little bit earlier. So you can bear with the cold. And that has. For me, like I get excited knowing that the fans are going to show up a little bit drunk. A little bit. Love that. That's when they just don't care and they're screaming at the top of their lungs. And all they want to see is their team win. That is all they want to see. All they want to see. They don't care if they're losing early. They don't care. They just want to see their team win. That is all they want to see. I got to tell you, there's no...